Because I can't, my ears are plugged and it's fine. Start spreading the news. Fuck, I'm fuck it. Leave it. We'll do it live today. Do it live. God damn it. <laughs> You're supposed to be the instrumentalist under me for that. God fucking damn it. I don't know how to. Yeah, no. This is it. a wet we'll cork. It, it is. Look at that. Speaking of tampons, this is. <laughs> they're really. Really absorbed. I would say maybe a quarter cup of wine. Oh my god. That's a moist cork. That is a moist cork. It smells good. Good call on this wine. Oh, thank you. Okay. Oh, I just realized all the designs on this bottle. This we don't need to save it for the thing. I'm sorry. I didn't do anything. This Nothing is... happened just yet. Nothing. <coughs> Sound check. Bye. I didn't eat celery. That one right there. Press it. Did I hit the right button? Yes. Did I? Did I hit it? No, do I hit the button? Oh. I get confused and it's lit up and red and shiny. It's okay. We've only I could... done 30 episodes. Yeah, I, I could. No, we've 25. 25? I think this is 25. I'm gonna. <gasps> we can rent a car. Uh, or is this 26? Good for us. I thought it was like 28. No. I'm well, 28. The but the the but the but the but the bottom yeah, shot those... was 23. And how many have we had since then? Two. Three? Girl, I don't know. The days have been blurring together lately. I still can't believe it's only been two weeks since our last one because so much happened in the last two weeks that I it know. feels like a fucking month. I know. I died. Our show went up. Are you using the cork as lipstick? I just wanted to suck the wine Cleopatra? that was in it. Let me go. Let me know. Does oh. it work? No, you're literally just... Actually, kind of, yeah. <laughs> I see where that's like a medieval cosmetic technique. It's just rub, rub liquors and alcohol I had it over your when face. I was in costume design in college. I had a project, and I can't remember what the show was. Did you burn a cork and put on a beard? But there was, no, there was something, there was some food-related, like, theme in the show. So when I did my costume renderings for the show, mm -hmm. I colored them in... Um, food stains? In Yeah, food stains, fruit juice. Nerd! Yeah. Isn't that so nerdy? Yeah, but then you have to go find that fabric that is this strawberry I had. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> Just this, this one yes. Driscoll berry is what it has to be. That's adorable and you're a fucking nerd. What's the panettone on this strawberry, please? The panettone? No, that's the, that's the Italian. <laughs> Good for Italian dessert. Good for fucking you. <laughs> nope. You tried. Failed. This is the bottle Hi. shot. <laughs> now I want Panatone. I'm Audrey Rush. I'm Elena Rush. <laughs> oh! We got married. There goes the surprise. <laughs> We've no, been busy the last two weeks. I don't take weeks. other people's names. My name's Elena Parentoni. That's fair. <laughs> This is the bottle shop where we talk about our feelings and other things we don't understand, like panettone. <laughs> and other things you... Panettone. You panettone, should. but what's the color scale? Pantone? Yeah. Is it, tone? No. Uh, don't you look it up. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to live in my ignorance. NT way. We have been off the air for about two weeks because, as, as the prophecies foretold, we're in a show.
We're in a show together. We're in a show together. And we got through Tech Week, and me and six other cast members all almost died due to kennel cough. I didn't. Elena doesn't sleep and isn't a person, so she didn't get sick. Yeah. That was the thing that blew my mind the most, is I felt bad, is during Tech Week, I didn't go to the gym. I went to the gym that Monday. Yeah. And I didn't the rest of the week. Not only because I was sick, but because I like to sleep more than five hours in a row. And you showed me your sleep chart. Oh, God. And your maximum sleep on any day that week was two hours and 45 minutes on, like, Wednesday. How are you upright? I mean, that's, like, quality sleep. That's I was in bed for longer than that. That's how long I was, like, in REM. That's bullshit. Um, I turn into a massive but, bitch if I get less than six hours of sleep. Especially more than one right in a row. I, have a, I know someone whose rule is that if she doesn't get more than six hours of sleep, she doesn't go to the gym, which is a pretty good rule. I think... Uh, is that not, me? Huh? Me? That no. sounds like something I'd say. It's, no, it's not you. No. Oh. I mean, it's also you, I guess. I guess it's true. <laughs> um, no, uh... Sleeplessness aside, I think the reason I didn't get sick was because I was, well, maybe not because I was working out, but because and Natalie and I are doing this fucking... Uh, paleo? Yeah, paleo thing and eating so well. Eating. I think the combination of that and then I have these vitamins that I'm convinced are magic and I know they're not real magic, but I think they're magic. I got them in a drugstore in Yellow Springs, and it was like, uh, it looks like the whole the whole just, vitamin line. I'm assuming like, they're just tablets of actual morphine and cocaine, just labeled they as They might vitamins. just be weed, actually. But I'm happy all they the time. They make my pee very yellow. That's why they call it Yellow Springs. Uh, <laughs> I do not know that. <laughs> but the, the whole packaging of this line of vitamins, <coughs> right, looks like... The fake packaging from a movie, which is why I bought it. It's not like Centrum. It's like this weird brand that I'd never seen before. And like I was some, like, of course I have to buy this. Like some rattlesnake oil salesman? Kind of, yeah. But you would go on a personal vacation to a small town in Ohio and buy yourself vitamins. That is <laughs> your idyllic I had vacation. so many. On that vacation, I also bought a... Um, there was a really cute store down the way from me. And they had. I bought like a bath bomb... I bought one other thing there, and then they had like, they had fucking like tarot cards that were in little brown bags that you, so you couldn't see what it was, but it was like 50 cents. I think you told me this. For your fortune. And I got it, and I was like, <laughs> Didn't you go back drunk that night by yourself and play with them, or were you just playing with other I things? only had one card. You had one card? They give you one tarot card, and it's, that's supposed to be your fortune. What was your fortune? I don't remember, it's upstairs. Uh, you can vamp later and I'll go get it. Okay. <laughs> My voice is pretty shot. Vamping is going to be like limited to actual words and My not voice just is pretty bad too. Singing. But this vitamin. <laughs> Do you want to keep talking about it? I mean, it's a stress formula. Oh. <laughs> but it has about thirty thousand milligrams of zinc in it. And I think that's probably why my pee's yellow, and I think that's why I didn't get sick. And it's vitamin T, H, and C. And there's weed go. And it's made of actual little bits of Dave Chappelle. Could we <laughs> accentuate that with the cork? Anyway. Hi. Hi. Um, so let's just go ahead and dive right into it. Elena, how you doing? <gasps> Can I tell you a story about a cat? Yep. Okay. Ready. So yesterday morning, I get to Fit Club to coach at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. 
And I go in the door. I don't notice anything. A couple people are already there. We start, like, going over and warming up. And then Holden, one of the members, comes in kind of late. And he kind of runs up to me. And he's, like, super excited. He goes, when did we get a cat? And I have joked many times about getting a gym cat. And no one ever listens to me. It seems like a really big liability. So, whatever. So, uh, I was like, what? And over by the door was this kitty cat. And even... So I was like, okay, so it just wandered in when the door was open. No, there was a bowl of food next to it. Someone had placed it in the vestibule between the two doors, between the outer door and the inner door at Fit Club with a bowl of food. And we couldn't figure out what time that had happened. Um, I didn't know all anything that. about it. Oh, yeah. I it's thought very a cat bizarre. just got in. No. So they start working out. The cat goes in the bathroom and kind of starts living behind the toilet a little bit because mm-hmm. it's scared. So I give it water. I brought its food in there, so it stayed in there for a little while. Well, yeah, because that environment so is I not start, good for cats because no. it's massive weights banging constantly. I have seen CrossFit gyms where they have gym cats. You okay. just train them to not to. <laughs> Go to the gym to train. That's what you do with the cat. You train it at the gym. Anyway, this cat sorry. was pretty, I mean, isn't he going to be pretty buff? He was a he was a chunky lad. Put it on the GHD, see um, what happens. So... After the class, I ask all the coaches and Mitch, no one knows a freaking thing. Because I was like, someone saw this and brought it in overnight and was like, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Because whatever. No one knows anything about it. So weird. So then Mitch is kind of like, understandably like, well, does someone have fucking keys to my gym that I don't know about? And how did this cat get, like, who would just put a cat in here? Whatever. So we leave it overnight. I did not realize that Mitch... Hi, Mitch, if you're listening. I didn't know you were definitely allergic to cats. Hi, Mitch. I apologize. Sorry. So, but he got real dramatic about it. (laughs) A man with the sniffles getting dramatic? (laughs) What does that look like? Never seen it before. So, anyway. So, I go in this morning. So, then Lauren went and checked on it last night. And then Lauren came in again and checked on it this morning. I had gotten it in litter box. And it used it. So I was like, this cat, and this cat was super clean, and it it had, like, half of its body was pure white, and it was clean as a whistle. So there's no way it spent any time outside whatsoever. I have theories. So, so anyway, so, so Lauren had checked on it last night, and then this morning, and then, um, I go in for the 9 a.m. class, and it's still there, and I'm like, all right, what do I do with this cat? So then I take it to the vet, the German, the closest one, German Village, and they scanned it, and they said it was not microchipped. And I was like, so what do I do with this? And she goes, start calling shelters. So I start calling shelters. Mm-hmm. Now I understand why someone just dropped it off. Because it is n- like nigh impossible to get a cat into a shelter. Why? It's because they don't... The ones that are no kill, fantastic. Yeah. Amen. They won't take a cat unless it is pregnant. So I called a bunch of those that people were like, call the no kill I would first. absolutely... And they were like, we can't take it. I'm sorry. And I'm like... What the fuck, man? Like, what do you... I, I mean, I get it. Like, it's a massive overpopulation. I'm sorry. Spay and neuter your pets. Are we missing the sitcom episode that is you getting a pregnant lady to pee on a pregnancy test and taking that test and this cat into a no-kill and being like, but it's baby. You got to save it. It's it's a, it's a baby. It had a belly. It could pass as pregnant, but it also BTW, had... BTW, you're an Italian immigrant in my head in this image. Sorry. But it also had... Racist. It also had... You're Italian testicles that's not a girl so it's not a girl cat i'm it's sorry boy cat. i shouldn't say that we haven't talked to the cat personally that's i don't true. know how it identifies i don't know how it wants to identify right but but it's not pregnant 
Point is, it was very hard. So then I finally cut, I finally reached someone at the Humane Society, Cavalaria Humane Society, which thank God for them. They come out as the winner in the story. Um, she was like, well, we don't usually do intakes. You have to make appointments and we don't usually do same day intakes, but we had someone cancel a 1230 appointment. I was like, okay, can I bring the cat? And she goes, you can bring it and we'll give a wellness exam, but I, I can't, we are at capacity and I cannot guarantee that we will keep it. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I'm like, what other fucking mm, yeah. options? And Mrs. Meanwhile, Mrs. is like, get this fucking cat out of my gym now. Yeah. So I was like, uh, well, he's allergic. So I know. So I took it out there and he was, this cat was so sweet and so funny. I mean, he's probably come in contact with 20 plus people over the last, over the 24 hours he was at That he thinks are new Fit mommy Club. and daddy. Well, not only that, but he was like a little like standoffish at first. And then he warmed up to everyone. If this story... We had some deep conversations in our brief history together. Oh, I bet. And I love him. You but open up to cats him. more than you open up to me. What's your point? I have seen you have a drunk conversation with the cats in the window in the short north. That was oh, about things babies. you told me you didn't want to talk about. Those babies. I love them. Mm -hmm. All right. Continue. <laughs> so This story, so, by the way, needs to end with either the cat thumbing it down the highway or you putting it down. Yourself. Uh, it's neither of those. I, I can't say I've lost interest. So it doesn't, so I don't have a carrier for this cat, right? You have a shirt. I have a shirt. I have a shirt and two I, movies. I have myself. God's carrier. So I go and I put it in my car. <laughs> and at first it's sitting in the front seat. Then it climbs to the back seat and <coughs> cuddles up on one of my sweatshirts. Then... Because <laughs> you smell like cat lady. This image won't come across because of the not seeing me right now. But... <laughs> So then the cat halfway through the drive out to Hilliard gets like on the ground of the car. And then I do a couple like turns to on exit routes and it pops up on the center console with his front paws like this. And his eyes are super wide. And it's like, where are we going? What's happening? What are we doing? And I started laughing so hard. This fucking cat. Like, I'm like, this cat could jump on my face at any second and I would die on this highway. But Right now, it's the most hilarious thing in the entire world. And then it disappeared for a while and like went behind things. Or is this under all my today? Seat. This is today. Yeah. Okay. And um, and so then I couldn't find it for a while, and I started freaking out, and I was like, "Oh my god, I lost the cat!" And then I was like, "No, you're going down 70. In your car. You drive a Honda. You're, like, you're going down seventy, going seventy miles per hour. The cat did not get out of the car. If it did, it's gone. <sighs> anyway. Capillaries Humane Society. Janice is the one who helped me. Can you please say the name of this place? Because I keep hearing Capoeira. And I, Cap what I'm picturing in my head is cats living their best life. <laughs> Capital Area Humane Society. That is not something you said once in the previous times you said the name of this place. Because I'm very excitedly telling the story. So it's going very fast. So Capoeira Cat Sanctuary. Capoeira Cat <laughs> Janice. Ask for Janice. Um, she's... She goes, she goes, is it a boy or a girl? I said, it's, it's, I really hope it's a boy because or else I don't, I, I can't, I don't know I, my balls anymore. I don't know my balls. I don't know balls from a veg on this cat. And, but I walked in the door and this cat is like, like clawing onto my shoulder and I'm holding it like this. And she goes, you don't have a carrier? I go, no. She goes, you're brave. And. So she got him like, a no, I just love kitties. And he went in and it was so cute. And she was like, oh, this little boy is so cute. And and it was a boy. And <laughs> thank God. And I filled out all the paperwork. And they went back, or they took him in the back. And um, she came back out. And she's like, he's not microchipped. He's not neutered. He's in perfect health. 
Someone was definitely caring for him. He's very clean. Um, we're going to intake him. We're putting him on the adoption floor immediately because he will be adopted immediately. And I was like, oh. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah, and she goes, this is the best part. Ready? Yeah. She goes, we named him Arnold because he was found at a gym. So he's named after Arnold Schwarzenegger now. <laughs> and, and you I know was, what? I was so relieved. And uh, she, yeah, she's like, don't worry. And she said, she said, I was like, is there any way, like, if something were to happen before he's adopted, can you call me before, like, you would, like, do something drastic? Do something to him? And she goes, yeah. So it's like, she's like, like we have she, a backstory. She's now. like, he has a do not euthanize. So, like, if anything were to happen and he's not adopted in like six weeks or something and he gets he gets vicious or whatever, oh. we'll call you first. And I was like, so okay. what do you mean he has a do not euthanize? Like, they're not going to kill Basically, I think that's what they say to people to, to, to calm them and be like, we probably won't kill him unless he claws someone's eyes out. But he was so well behaved. And she goes, he's going on the floor now, so if you know anyone wants to come adopt him, you can come adopt him. And they're going to neuter him that day. And I was like, oh. So he is going to live his best life at the Capoeira Cat Sanctuary. You put more work into <laughs> that lost cat in a 24-hour span than I have put into lost children I found in malls. <laughs> How many lost children do you find in malls? I worked in a mall, so multiple. Oh. I worked at a Claire's, which was the universal like babysitting hut. To be fair, I would not put a work, work into a kid lost in a mall either. I, I don't trust assholes. Them. They're assholes cute. and I don't trust them. I'm like, this is a trick. Whatever it is. A little toddler comes up to me and be like, I can't find my mommy. I'm like, this is a trap. This is a trap. Your mommy is a Romanian, sorry, Romania, some kind of Romanian gypsy that is just like, we will put the child to work and then people will trust the child and then we will take their money. I'm not not racist, but I hate Romanians. Why is that where your mind went? I've seen it happen. I'm not racist, but I hate gypsies. You know who also hated gypsies? I didn't say gypsies, I said Romanians. Watch yourself. Hitler. Hitler. You heard? You know what? I also paint. I don't know what that means. I was vegan for a bit. Oh. He was vegetarian. Oh, we do have things in common. We do you have a mustache? Have, both have brown hair. Not today. I plucked out the little side parts of it. Because <laughs> I'm in a show. And I need to look smooth. Mm-hmm. Despite my skin being horrendous right now. So that's my, that's my Arnold story. Isn't he adorable? That I actually is. That took me on more of an emotional roller coaster than I thought it would. I've been on. I have too. Because I didn't want to leave him. But I was like, clearly he, I, he can't live with me. And, yeah. But I love him. But I love it. But I love it. Uh, if you guys want to get that reference, come see Paradise Park Zoo. Yeah, why haven't you come? Yeah. Um, and I'll say why it's important that you see it in just a minute, because you need to ask me how I'm doing. Audrey, how are you doing? Wait, wait. Audrey? Yes. How are you doing? Oh. I had it's, to make it more no, Joey Tribbiani. Thank, yeah, no, it's, it's appropriate, because it's a dialect I'm trying to, you know, tune my ear to. Um... So you know how sometimes in life you just have to like try stuff? No. Hate trying. Won't do it. Okay. If you're not like Elena. Um, so here's things. Common listeners, you know this about me. I'm 28. Don't got no kids. Don't got no significant other. Just have a puppy that I'm aunt mommy to. And it's not my actual dog, so not my responsibility. I have no fish. And I have some savings. So I'm going to move to New York at the end of the month. And see what happens. This is a sarcastic. Oh, yeah. I was like, I want you to get to five and be, be happy for me. Four? 
<coughs> I am more. happy for you. No. I'm not happy for me. No. I'm happy for you. Um, but that was why you guys need to see Paradise Park Zoo is that will be my last show in Columbus. Which I'm very happy. Okay, here's the thing. I'm actually really happy about that because this, and this is not to ruffle any feathers of anyone that's not in the show. This is just, the the cast of this show and the entire production team is like a bucket list of artists that I wanted to work with. And it's it's been a very fun process. It is a fun as fuck show to go see. And it's like, I'm I'm going to be a sobbing mess closing the weekend. I don't even, I'm not even going to look at you. Oh my God. I will make you, I will pin you down in your cage and I will make you look at me. Look at me. Promise. That'll be, yeah, absolutely. None of it will be sexual. It'll be entirely aggression. I'm scared. Um, but yeah, by how you doing is uh, Friday. I turn in my two weeks notice at work. Which, and that's why you can finally talk about it. I know. We kind of skirted around it a little bit on the podcast before. Yeah, we'd be like, oh, something's coming up. Oh, yeah. but we can't talk about that yet. Which, especially because we talked about I got a promotion. Right. At work. <laughs> which is yeah. just kind of unfortunately timed. Um, but my how you doing right now is I am doing... I've, I've been researching for like a year. New York environment and like cost of living and mm -hmm. where I want to live. I know where I'm living. I'm living in Harlem. Which is nothing like the Carlos Santana song, Mom, I promise. It's clean, it's gonna be great. The end of each Sorry. Is it a little Why didn't you stop me? My dad um, loves Santana, still does. And in like the 70s, he and my mom were going to a Santana concert and mm -hmm. they pulled up to a red light. This would have been like in Cleveland and um, pulled up to a red light and the Santana was in the car next to them and they like rolled down the windows and were honking. And he didn't, my dad didn't say this, but in my mind, it's like a Cheech and Chong sketch. That's not racist in any way. Um, I just imagine like it was like racist. hot smoke billowing out of it. Of your parents? Oh, no. Oh, no. Of actual, oh, no. of actual Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong. Oh. Of Carlos Santana. Who was actually Cheech And Marin. other members of Santana. Name one other member of Santana. Los Santanos. That's not real. That's, I don't know. <laughs> Just assume Los Lonely Boys, Selena Quintanilla Perez, Elos Dinos were all in the Santana car. I actually have a secret thing where I, I hate Carlos Santana. Um, Do you hate his shoe line? He has a shoe yeah, line? he makes shoes. Are they mostly those Velcro old people shoes that yeah. are like really soft? They're like ladies like stiletto fancy Really? Shoes. Yeah. They're affiliated with him directly? I mean, his name's on them. Santana is not an uncommon name. Carlos. <laughs> Santana. That is weird and I didn't know that, that he has his own women's <laughs> shoe line. Because when I think women's shoes... I don't think of that mustachioed English teacher. No. Not even English teacher. He looks like a geography teacher. A sophomore in high school geography teacher. Anyway. Uh, no, I secretly hate him because in, in the year 2000, he was nominated um, for a Grammy and beat the Backstreet Boys for album oh of the Oh my god. Year. Which, as an adult, I realize, rightly so, he's Carlos Santana, he's very talented, but I was livid that year. You know who beat them the next year? You know who beat the Baxter Boys at the Grammys the year after that? 
I'm sorry. This is back to literally me. anyone. Steely Dan. You know what? Fuck you, Steely Dan. What? No, now you're... No. no. Steely Dan? Fuck Steely Dan. Because they beat the Backstreet Boys. Who were in their prime at the time. The Backstreet Boys have no Grammys. I, A, I'm not surprised by that. And B, I was going to make a joke about, but yes, Steely Dan is still together, but apparently it's not the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. So. I'd tell you to get off my nuts right now, but quit playing games with my heart is actually a more appropriate thing to say. <sighs> So, yes. So, the, my answer to how am I doing is um, emphatically really great or really terrible every five minutes. It goes back and forth. You'll be fine. I get really excited and then I want to vomit. I have prepared a little, I have a budgetary cushion. I have friends in the city. I know where I'm living. Um, but the whole question is, what if I do the wrong thing? What if I don't get the right job right out the gate? What if I don't take the right classes? Am I prepared? Is my headshot good enough? Are these the questions you're going to ask me? Because I literally don't know the answer. Oh, no. I have better questions. Oh, thank God. Questions for you. So, I have the hiccup burps. Oh, my God. Oh. I was going to say the how you doing. Cancel a podcast. No. Okay. Um, In a month. So, we... uh, Now you're sad. All right. So, that brings us to our our May theme. (laughs) Which is clearance sale, everything must go. Everything must go. Guys, we are gutting ourselves. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is uh-huh. that part of it? Huh? I didn't realize that. Like I, emotions? I've literally just now decided it's part of it. Yeah. I didn't have yeah, dinner. Yeah, but see, I still have to live here and you don't? So, <laughs> she's shaking her boobs at me. If my boobs are in my wrists, I'm doing wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing tube man. I don't know. How is that shaking my boobs? Because when you did it, what is your sexy dance like? I don't. You don't want to know. It's terrible. (laughs) I imagine it's like watching a starfish eat. (laughs) What does that look like? Even (laughs) have you seen one eat? Everyone, Google it. Watch a starfish eat. You've seen Elena's sexy dance. Oh, I don't have one. Bring it all to the core. I got a very awkward comment. What? Fr- uh, Saturday night after our show. Internal beak. From That's someone. All you need to hear. Who was in the lion's cage? Did they say they smelled you? Oh God, that's worse. Okay. No, I will not say who this person was. I don't actually <laughs> know this person, but from someone who sat in oh, the I know lion's exactly cage who it was then. during the second no, Saturday night show, during the second act, sat in the lion's cage. And it said something, it was fine, but it was along the lines of, I sat, I, I sat there and laid on the bed because I really thought you were going to come back to the cage. And I was like, goo, 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 goo. Well, thank you for coming and sponsoring the art. Bye. <laughs> Ma'am, performers just really put themselves out there and can just hear some of the most grotesque things from people. I feel bad for uber celebrities sometimes. I don't... So we're like, oh, Charlize Theron was a dick to me yeah. at Chipotle. Because she was trying dollars. to order her burrito bowl. To- and you went up and asked her if you if she could like put you in a headlock and lick the top of your head. No, she's with her kid trying to get a fucking carnitas bowl. You think she eats carnitas? Yeah. Do you eat carnitas? I it used to be exclusively what I got. Guess how many days it's been since I've had Chipotle? Two. No. Three? No. Oh my god, are you starving? Four? No. Has it been a week since you've had Chipotle? It's been more than a week. It's not been a month. Ten days. What? How How are you doing? How are you feeling? Okay. Are you good? 
How are your macros? They're fine. Where are you getting your food? I know, it's really hard. <laughs> We're doing this paleo thing. I'm genuinely concerned for you. It's paleo hard. It's hard, I know, but I need um, carbs and... I guess I could get the bread. I we're making special dispensations for like quinoa and brown rice, but you can get a salad. You can get a salad. That's not enough food. If you get a salad with double meat and double fajitas on it, you are set, okay. friend. Fine, I'll try it. All the fucking protein. Yeah, I'll try it because I have the next three days off. Aren't you so happy? Doesn't it feel beautiful? I don't know what to do. Whatever you want, princess. I think you should bake at least two things. Okay, pull up. Um, I can't bake right now because I eat I eat all the things that I'm send baking. Send it to me. No, don't do that. I'm sorry. I'm losing my I could again. bake for the cast. I guess I'll do that. Beat it up. I'm on my period right now and I'm back to my lowest weight. There you go. Thanks, stress. Thanks, stress. Um, okay, so she's moving to New York. Yes. So there's, to reference one of my other favorite podcasts, um... Um, we're both going through kind of a, a birth canal situation currently. Oh, goodness. Please right? explain. Well, just that, like, you're going through a change and you're going to come out on the other side. It's metaphorical, you realize. What? The canal? <laughs> well, Life? ours. Oh. Not, the, not the real one. No, I have a real canal down there. All right. So Audrey's moving to New York. I'm going to make it. a little change. Mine's very minimal, though. It's totally fine. No, it's not. You're making a career change. Yeah. Drinking wine without eating dinner was a bad choice. It was like the dumbest thing I've ever done. Very comfortable. Um, No, you are making a change. Go on. Make a change. You got to rearrange. Well, I don't don't know if I can talk about mine yet. It's just happening. It's happening. (sighs) It's happening. To be fair, I pulled that shit for three months on this podcast, so. That's fine. No, I am making a a job change. I just, uh, yeah. The details are not definite yet. More but to come. More to come. That's what I said. Thought you just said more come. No, I said more to come, which is Mordecai's brother who's in the porn industry. I'm not ashamed of that. I'm very happy with my decisions. It's <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I've said so much stupider shit. It's 30 minutes in. Should we talk about the wine? Oh, God. All right. So in honor of this episode of Changes and Audrey's Change. Changes. 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 I got uh, the wine I chose for today's... I almost called it a wad. Today's wad. The wine I chose for today's wad. It's kind of a wad. It's kind of a wad. The one I chose for today's podcast is called Skyline. They call that a skyline. Because. Jerome doesn't listen. Well, I guess it would be more appropriate if we were from Cincinnati and you were leaving, like, Skyline to go to the, the city with the most prominent skyline. It's. It's not a Cincinnati wine. I don't know why. No, I said I'm, just, that. I'm just trying to discern which skyline it is. That's New York. I don't. Is it? It's that building right there. The little triangle. Chrysler? Yeah. Well, it's, well, so then I was, I was like, I gotta find a New York themed wine when I was in the store and they, they don't make a lot of wines in New York unless it's Arbor Mist. From Canada Vanadigua. From Canada So I was like, I'm never going to find a wine that was made in like France that's like New York. 
So I got the skyline, but I liked it because it's like the wilderness at the bottom, mm -hmm. like trees that you won't ever see again in your life. And then on the top of the cutout so of true. the wine label is a skyline that does kind of look like New York. Actually, it does look, look kind like of trees because I'm living right Because that could be the Empire State, too. What? That's not the Empire State. It's just chopped off. What? No. Um, I'm kind of living next to So I'm living right next to Jackie Robinson Park. Mm-hmm. Yay. So I get to see... So oh, trees, sure. Minute yeah. amount of greenery that Manhattan has to offer. Um, so that's the wine, and in in following with our well, and it's a combo of so it is it is Californian, but it's a combo of grapes that I like. It's a Tempranillo with a Grenache, a Zinfandel, and a Petite Syrah. And if you guys ever need to ask someone about grapes, it's fucking Elena. Elena, tell <laughs> them about the grocery store today. I walked up to the grapes because they were on sale. And I looked at the red grapes, and then I said out loud to myself, and there was someone next to me, no, you know how you get. And then I turned away from the grapes and walked away. She texted me this. You I guys, you. you know that in your best moments, you say this to yourself when you're standing in front of, I don't know, a bag of discount Brock's candies, or maybe Hershey Kisses. Elena Perandoni says it to grapes. They're high in carbs. <coughs> They're grapes! I really want to lose three pounds. It's for... It doesn't actually, it's the number two thing that I have said out loud in the Giant Eagle produce area that is, it's, it's my number two. My number one was I went in one day and there was no lettuce anywhere. Like the wall of bagged lettuce what did they do? was gone. And I said out loud in the produce section of Giant Eagle, did all the lettuce get langoliered? <laughs> I am so happy for that reference. Sorry. I then Snapchatted it. Did it get but, but there was no lettuce. I love that it's not, did it get raptured? Did it get taken? No, no. Like, Let's take one of Stephen King's uh-ohs and pull it the back. The story is not an uh-oh. Oh, no, no. The, the movie's the uh-oh. The movie falls into the many Stephen King movies that never yes. should have been yes. made. Which, let's bring it back to the modern day now. I am so stoked for the It remake coming out. You think it'll be good? Yes. I saw the I saw Pennywise. Yeah. Um, it I think pretty good. I think they did a very good job of it. All right. Um, if you watch the original trailer they had released, not the most recent one, they made a point to shot for shot remake the original It trailer. Yes. And it's beautifully done. Um, and how they've changed some things just a little bit, like the old school. I think my favorite update they did is in the original It. There's a scene where the kids are flipping through like a photo album and you see the Pennywise the clown like gets closer and closer and then it's just animated Tim Curry Pennywise like jumping up and he comes up real close in the yeah. frame. Um, the way they handle that and make it terrifying in the new trailer is that the kids are watching a projection slides and then the slides start to get out of control. And it's like the wind is blowing and the sheets go up and you just barely see a ah, face revealed. Ah, and it's like, that's fucking scary. Yeah, that's Sorry. Scary. Stephen King films have a habit of being done poorly with a few rare exceptions. Shawshank, The Green Mile, mm -hmm. Carrie. Um, it, I enjoyed. The I like Stand. Uh, people really, I didn't see it. People enjoyed The Stand. Thinner. Remember Thinner? No, it's not good. No. I was like, Pet Cemetery? No. No. Uh, no, you're right there. Yeah. What's the one, um, with Johnny Depp? More, and there he plays a, Morton Rainey, and it's the... There was a Stephen King with Johnny Depp in it? Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the movie. Anyway, um, uh, I have a, I have a, we're gonna get back to New York. I have an update. Yes. For listeners. 
Yes. Because I just looked at this picture again. Oh, on your family. So my brother did the genie the genealogy test thing mm -hmm. where you send away your well, you swab your saliva. Because he's my brother. I'm not gonna lie, I would He joked that I would fuck five out of the six people in this picture. Which one wouldn't you? On the end. Fred Mertz pants. If you guys go to the Bottle Shop podcast group sure. on Facebook. One, two, I, especially this guy, though. Oh, Matthew Perry? Yeah. yeah. No, oh, I'd fuck the shit out of Matthew Perry. This guy, you can tell that he's just a little bit eager. You know what's great? Stuff. Is that we're looking at a picture again. Um, so anyway, so my brother did one of the, he did the, I think it was 23 and Me. No, maybe it was, it was one of the other ones. It was, I don't remember. Anyway, point is, get to the point. Get I do it. tend to get long-winded. Ha-ha. Um, <laughs> you are made of rock. I'm sorry. Guys, I just punched Elena, and she punched back with her skin <laughs> because she sculpted she from marble. She punched my tricep. <laughs> um, so firm. Please continue. Um, um, so he got our family genealogy back, and he goes, I'm highly disappointed. It is 50% um, East... No. 50% Western Europe, which for us includes... Basically, Germany and very northern Italy, close to Switzerland, is where my dad's side of the family is from. You knew that. So that's 50%. 25% is southern Italy and my mom's side of the family. Um, and then 12% is, it says Ireland, but it. my brother said on the map it includes Wales, which is what we understand it to be. You got a little bit of me in ya? Uh, that's good for you. See, that's why you get a little pink sometimes. And then a bunch of sun. random things, um, including then super random things. Like, there's some 3% like Eastern. Do you have Jew. your whatever? And then four, you can't say four. You can't say Jew. I can because I'm married one. You have to say. Oh, loophole. Good for you. Loophole. That's the only reason I did, though, yeah. was to say it. Did you find your point? like 4% like Middle Eastern, but I assume that we all have that because of where we all came from. We, yes. Right, because Tigris, Euphrates, River Valley. But right. I was going to say, did you find your point zero zero one percent Asian? Of, of Mongoloid? Mongoloid? No. Oh! But I, I'm going to, I want to try, I want to do it and I want to try a different service to see how else it breaks down. But the, anyone... funny, the funniest part of it was my brother sent it to me and he goes, I guess we're just white, which is from Seinfeld. But also, we yeah. I looked. I don't. I was like, I don't know what I was expecting. But I looked at it and I was like, Oh my god! Why are we so European? This is so boring. I'm so sorry that your legacy has I, been fraught with success, ugh. and that no one has oppressed it's your roof. people. Did I tell you I'm 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 um, related to Karl Marx? I think you hinted at it, and I disregarded yeah. it. What? Yeah. We trace back to. Him at some point in the huh. thing. Anyway, you're look. Why is she looking at me? No, I'm just wondering what you're thinking with your communist brain. Anyway, um, I do have a communist brain. For anyone who didn't brain. know the Mongoloid reference, guys, we're all related to Genghis Khan. That guy some got way. around more than David Spade. Mm-hmm. Just everybody wanted some of that. Why is David Spade that popular? I don't. We're way off track. Way off track. Getting anyway. Um, so, like we said, this is the clearance everything must go month. So if you guys have burning questions, anything deeply personal, I'm willing to unveil a lot about me. Not my, not my whole family, just me. Um, Elena does still have to live in Columbus, so. I'm not revealing things. Yeah, because luckily this podcast doesn't go outside of Columbus, Ohio. Right? Yeah. No, it's just local. Um, you can't 
get the frequency outside of 270. Sure. Um, Someone in New York is going to be like, you're going to, no, I'm not going to say it. Oh, I'm turning this in when I apply. I'm going to walk into NBC and they're going to say, ma'am, can I help you? And I'm like, yes, I'm ready. And I'm going to hand them this podcast on a, on a flash drive hired in a second. and say, I think Seth is tired. I mean, I don't, I love Seth Meyers, but in case he is tired and wants a break, you're as there. I told the, as I told the page at the front desk, <coughs> I'm ready. All right. And that's step one when I get there. Perfect. So this leads into, I have some questions. Um, as people may know, and this is kind of great because it goes back to our first episode. Yeah. We revealed Elena spent some time. How long did you live in New York? Uh, two times for like four to five months at a time. All right. When was the first shift? 2003. Okay. 2005. Okay. I'm very old. So you have spent, <laughs> but you went only as a baby kitten. Yes. And you lived there when you were eight years old. I was a cub. And you were lost in New York and ran into Donald Trump <gasps> and asked him where the bathrooms and were. Tim Curry was trying to do mean things to me. Tim Curry was in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York? Yeah. I did not know that. He's the bellhop. I'm not going to lie. I've never seen that movie. Oh my God. How can you move to New York and not have seen that movie? I saw Baby's Day Out. Uh, I also saw Dunstan Checks In. All right. Which is a great film. Anyway. Shout out to Chad Hewitt, I you think. Questions? Is that no, that's his ex-girlfriend's favorite movie. No, Andre was hers. Anyway, I'm sorry. I want a different tangent. I was thinking of stupid movies. Um Okay. So I was twenty and then twenty-two. As someone in the room who I talk to frequently and ask questions of who has lived in New York, I have some questions for Elena. Go ahead. So I have been doing some research for like a year, guys. You I, you don't understand. I'm not just going on a whim. I've been thinking about this a long time. But anyway, food trucks. How grungy is too grungy? Which ones do I trust? Um, what is the sign of an actual dirty food truck that well, will give me salmonella? I feel like now, though, food trucks are much more... They're common, but there's like kebab carts everywhere. Frame of reference for everyone, I have spent exactly one week in New York. It was last October. That is the only time I've ever gone. Here's what I'll say. Um, The pretzel ones, some of them smell really bad. Some of them smell really good, right? Some of them smell burnt. Some of them smell good. Um, Don't go to the ones that smell bad. Don't eat those pretzels. Got it. They burnt. Okay. But I think with any food truck, no matter where it is, you have to allow for, let's say, an 8 eight to 35% chance of, of diarrhea. Really? Yeah. Because here was the thing I was kind of looking forward to is if I am, where I'm going to be living, you guys, is on the north side of Manhattan. So it's, it's train accessible to a lot of areas, but if there's a lot of theaters that I'm looking at that I want to work with that are down like mm, 70th street and below. So I may be spending a large part of the day on the lower side of the island. And if I want to grab dinner real quick, then if I'm looking at like a Mediterranean or a Middle Eastern food truck that I can get a $6 full meal there. You'll be fine. At those? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not talking about getting a hot dog in Central Park. Okay. Yeah. You'll be fine. Because I got one of those gray wieners outside the Met. No. I spent $4 on something that wasn't even kosher. And I knew it instantly. I was very mad about it. I did not have the shits because I was so terrified the first time I went to New York. I didn't poop for the first three days I was there. And that is 
highly irregular for me. I want me. you to call me three days into living there and tell me if you pooped. I absolutely will. Okay. Girl, I'll post about it on Facebook. I know. <laughs> Not yet. That's all my status will be. I didn't eat a lot of, at a lot of food trucks. We did eat a lot of shitty food, especially when I was there, um, when I was still in college. We got like, there was a, I'm sure it's closed, but there was a Chinese restaurant down the street from the brownstone we were staying in that was like, oh, the shittiest food, but we went there all the time. I also ate a lot of Subway because it was right there. I feel like everyone has, because I lived in London for a little bit, and everyone has that restaurant around the corner that you go to all the time, but you're aware of the fact that it's shitty. Yeah. Like when I lived in London, there was an Indian restaurant. There's Indian restaurants everywhere in London, obviously. There was one right around the corner that was my introduction to chicken tikka masala. I got that shit every other night for dinner, and they knew me. Like, I was maybe their only customer. Did they know you by name? Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By, by week three, they knew me by name. And I'm sure they thought I died when I left. Uh, <laughs> so all of a sudden, I was gone. <laughs> she go? And you know it's shitty, but it's like, but this is, but this is comfortable. It's, it's basically finding comfort. Yeah. Transplanting to a giant, giant city is a big step. So you kind of, I think, very quickly want to yeah. make a little insular community I had yourself. a couple of those when yeah. I lived in New York. The other was, uh, the, so the, the Chinese place was by where we lived, but then by where I worked across the street was a rap place called Rap City. W-R-A-P. Where was I don't this? know if it's still there. Times Square. I don't know if it's still there. It is. Is it? Because one of my friends who works as a wardrobe we runner on Broadway um, pointed it out. Really? And she's like, that's where we go on lunch break during the day when they're, when they're like washing when clothes. We were there in August. I made David walk by it and I didn't think it was there. But it was late at night and we were tired. And I don't know. Maybe I just didn't see it. Yeah. No, but, it's totally there. Uh, so I used to get whatever. The, it was It was called a That's Amore was the name of the rap. So it was kind of like. You are so a, fucking Italian. I know. And Belgian fries. It had Belgian fries. Remember those days They're when you fried were fried twice? Oh my god! I wasn't though. I lived. I moved to New York and I ate nothing but shit, and I lost a lot of weight while I was there. She walked in college, yeah. But yeah, you do find your comfort spots. And then there was a place. It's not there anymore. There was a place. Uh, there was a Mexican restaurant. Oh my god! I can't remember the name of it now. <gasps> San Marcos. It's called San Marcos. And it was on St. Mark's Place. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm really glad you got there. This is literally the first time I put that together. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, I believe it's closed, but we went there every Friday night and because they served us alcohol and we were all underage. It was amazing. I loved it so much. Anyway. Oh, you were a baby when you went there the first time. I was 20. I had but a that fake was the ID. first time. Yeah, I worked with a woman named Jen Gugliero. And we looked the same because she is Italian. Last name edited. And she, last name edited. Hey, Jen. Um, and she, she gave me her, she had a New York, like a driver's license, but she lost it. So she got a new one and then she found the one she lost. So she gave it to me. I still have it. It's in my scrapbook because it got me in a lot of bars. You just implicated someone in a felony crime. There's got to be a statute of limitations. I'm sure there is. <laughs> that and they'll never find you. Also, I'm pretty sure that's not her real name. I think I just made that up. So Her name's not Googly-Iziani. It's something like that. Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Her first, name was, his... her first name was definitely not Jen. <laughs> You're real fucking good at this. I'm already trusting your Stacey? advice. Stacy? Nope. Mal I don't know. Imelda Marcos. <laughs> that was it. Imelda San Marcos? 
That's what it was. That's what it was. Bitch had great shoes. Anyway. Um, okay. So that was my first question. So you're just going based on smell for food? Smell and gut instinct. Okay. Because there's just so many. And I'm Don't eat somewhere where they beckon you over to it. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. No. Um, second question. So you see all of these viral videos go up online of, it's like, little boy is lost on the street and it's 40 degrees out and he's only wearing a t-shirt and he's freezing. Viral videos do watch. Just, let me finish. I have Facebook news feed. We all do. Videos come up. It becomes viral. Just listen to me. God. Um, I just had a flashback to the Princess Bride. Anyway. Um, and you see all of these people. It's like, no one stopped to help the little boy. Except for this one person. It's always another homeless person that helps them out. Yeah. And it's like, hey, man, let me get you a coat. I only have $2, but we can get some pizza. Blah, blah, blah. Where's this question? How do I know? I am a person. Okay. Backtrack to high school when I was on oh, a choir tour in Chicago. I know where this is going. I gave a dude who was... Um, I'm not even going to say he was busking. He was just asking for money on the street corner. And he asked for money, and I gave him a $20 bill. I'm in high school. And he grabbed my hand, and he said, don't let the world change you. That's adorable. And my choir instructor, Elizabeth Davis, came up, and she was like, Audrey, don't talk to people. And she asked me about She was like, do not do that again. Of course, because she's thinking that my mom will yeah. get mad if she found out that yeah. I just gave money away. Um, I love that you told a story in which you look like an absolute saint. Continue. As a 15-year-old. I was a 15-year-old saint. I was a pro- I was a Malala for my age. You were Lutheran school. I'm dead. Anyway. Um, I kind of... I'm, I'm very much accustomed to even living in Columbus and when I go home to Detroit, um, you know, you can't make eye contact with everybody. You have to go by. But there is a big part of me that does constantly want to... You know, if you see someone who is very clearly in need, you want to give something. You want to do... There's a lot of people in New York. When How I, do you be discretionary? How do you give at the right time? How do you not get suckered? You have to not... You have to not... You have to... If you're walking somewhere, it is laser eye focused on where you're walking. You don't... Don't. <laughs> but when do you choose to break that? This is not a New York story, but there are, there are people that... Um, I don't know if they still do it, but for years they were that beg for money outside the Ohio theater and they say it's for their, their tiny baby who is in a stroller. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in that stroller, but bags like they're not, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. There is, there is a woman in Columbus, Ohio. I have seen her multiple times over the past, like two, three years. And she always says I'm pregnant and I need to get to a certain place. Here's what I would say. And she ain't been pregnant for two years, man. Or here's what I would do. If you're walking somewhere, generally the rule, not rule, but like the unspoken thing is just don't let anyone break your stride somewhere. Um, if you're in a subway and you are waiting for a train and someone is performing art. Yeah. That's when I would, that's when I would drop money into like a guitar case or something like that. I mean, I absolutely would for that too, especially if I'm seeing talent, but then there's also cases of, and the reason this kind of sticks with me is there was something that happened um, in Columbus, actually, and it was winter and I was younger, like maybe 10 years old. And I just remember being with my mom and it was outside when Columbus city center was still open outside the Lazarus. And there's a food court that was inside that mall mm-hmm. and everything. 
And I just remember being very little and it was just me and my mom. And I had never seen her like stop to give money to someone before. It was the first memory I had of that. And it was this guy who was this, maybe I remember him wrong because I was a kid, but in my mind, he was enormous. Just this like six foot four, big, bigger, heavier set black guy. And I watched my mom go up to him and I could not discern in my head why she had chosen to. But looking back at it now as an adult, because she gave him money and she put like a $5 bill in his hand. Mm -hmm. And I remember him saying, now I can get me some rice was what he said. But he was so happy about it. And as an adult, I'm looking back and I'm like, that man was mentally handicapped. Mm -hmm. And I think my mom recognized that. Uh, you're so, going to get my answer again. And I'm not by any... This disclaimer, I am not an expert. I didn't experience enough of of uh, New York as an adult human with fully formed thoughts and ideas. Um, it's the gut. It's all the gut. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some people that are really good at duping you out of shit, man. Like you said, with, with the fake baby in the stroller. It's like, if someone gives me a sob story or even... And you hear this, and I get so mad about it. It's I know it's more prevalent in, like, Europe, that people will... Europe and... No, fuck that. All over the world. People, shitty assholes, will have some child with them and say, go out and beg for money, and they have mm -hmm. to bring it back to whoever sent them out. So how do you know? I assume that's what Oliver's about. I have never seen Oliver. That is not what Oliver's about. <laughs> Oliver's about little demon pickpocket children. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean... He sings a song about where is love, and it's like, bitch, I don't know, wherever you make it. How about you give back a little bit, Oliver Twist? There's your fucking twist. Do something. He's just like, please, sir, I want more. The entire play is him well, wanting more. Well, then I'll more. say this. I'll say this. If, if, the, if it is a situation in which you easily have something available, like reach in your pocket, drop something, in which... You don't have to get caught in a conversation or an exchange of any kind. You can just put money in a basket or a cup or whatever and mm -hmm. move on with your day. Then that's fine. Never stop for an interaction. Okay. Another question. Yes. Subways close at night? Yes. What? Yeah. So I need to constantly make sure that I have cash for a cab. Yes. Damn. You, cabs take cards now. About how late at night this has happened. Because here's the thing. is like we're it's in 2 a.m. Oh, then I'm fine. Because I was concerned about, like, if I'm working on a project or in rehearsal and it gets to be because I live close to lines like the A and the C that are, you know, go through, cover most of Manhattan. And I would think it would suck if I were going to see a show in Hell's Kitchen or on Broadway and it got to be like 1130 at night and I'm like, oh shit, I want to go home. Right. Because I'm living up in Washington Heights, north side of Harlem. I believe there are some late night subway services, but not... Uh, and that's the other thing is to find late night. The city's supposed to never sleep. Well, so that's what the thing you need to get used to there is that bars don't close until 4 a.m. So it's a little bit weirder. Um, uh, okay, now I'm, now I'm just ign ignorant. Uh, oh, never mind. I am what? ignorant. New York is the only 24-hour subway system in the world. No, no, no. Because I've heard shit. Because I've been on Reddits and subreddits that are talking about, like, uh, that may only be applicable to people that are living in Brooklyn or in Queens. Or if you're trying Maybe. to get off the island. Oh, why don't I know? I don't know the answer to this. Edit okay. this part out because I don't like sounding stupid. No, you don't sound stupid. It's a big city. 
That city's the size of Ohio. That's not true. Don't fact That's check me on true. that. That's not true. It's 12 miles. No. I'm talking about population wise. Point to point. Which still is not the same size. Well, shaft to tip. Siri, Wait. what's the population of New York City? Um, I'm going with 9 million. 9 million is the population of the state of Michigan. Yeah. As of 1999. Siri, what is the population of New York City? The population of New York City is about 8,550,000. The state of Michigan is in an island. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are just the people that live there, you know. Yeah, not just the people. Do you know how many people come in? Oh, every constant. day. People are constantly coming, all over the place. It is a filthy city. <laughs> Sticky. Bring your wet naps. Go ahead. Question number three. This is four. No, it's not. Food trucks. This is four. <laughs> You're absolutely right. This is question number four. Coney Island. Worth it? I've never gone. Oh, now I'm extra excited. I was asking a friend about this. I keep saying a friend. It's Chad. I was asking Chad about this. <laughs> um, of whether or not he would be interested in when he was uh, visiting the city going to Coney Island. Because I absolutely love Americana nostalgia. And that is such a big... Yes. That is such a big... I do too. Like, tourist trap. Also... I love amusement parks so much. The ones that are just like rickety rides. I'm obsessed with rides. I really am. I might vomit on them, but I went to, and Chad was like, maybe if we got like inebriated, I'll just say inebriated, it's a blanket term, um, then it'd be fun. I was like, no, I want to do it stone cold ass sober. And as our conversation went on, it was like, you know, isn't this kind of a bummer to go and say, oh, look at what America used to be in its prime and how it's falling apart. And I'm like, or we could go and say, look at what used to thrill people. And can't we hold on to that? And can't you spend a day just Too sipping cute. on your lemon shake up and eating your Nathan's hot dog? I want you to wear the dress that you wear in Paradise Park Zoo when you go to Coney Island. Oh, no. With that no. makeup and talk in that voice, please. No, which one is stunning. My eyebrows are on point in the show. Come see the show. Um, I'm a cat. And she's a kid cat in T-Boz pajamas. Oh, I no, I won't go in that. I will go in my music man costume from high school with a large hat and a corset and my Gibson girl hairstyle, and I will ride the comet in that. Um, no, that was going to be my big question is... Was it worth the trip out? And it doesn't matter. I'm going to fucking do it. Well, now you're going to do it. Yeah, I cannot wait to go. Um, shit. What was another? I had multiple questions where I'm like super fucking ready to go with this. This is actually an interesting question to ask you because you can be as much as people who have frequently listened to the podcast. You hear talk about uh, Elena talk about the fear of missing out. And Elena. Phone. Yeah. Elena technically goes out, out, just on like a regular basis, like let's go out for a drink or whatever, more frequently than I do. I will say that I do it with a wider variety of people. Like I have a different... I don't know what this face is that I'm making right now. It's your little duck up face. I have a lot of different friend groups that I go hang out with and I love all of them. That's so popular. You have, no, you have your set friend group and you go out more frequently than I do. 
So being that we have two different social approaches, Uh a lot of commentary that I hear from people that have moved to New York or who have lived in New York Mm -hmm. is they say it's so big that it's impossible to meet people. Um, I don't think that per se. Um, I know that, so when I, and I've I've said this on the podcast before, so like when I um, lived there the first time, I lived in a house with all... That everyone else was in college from various colleges around the country, and we became a friends group. Uh, I, mean, I became so close with a group of girls that we still have reunions to this day. So you lived in like a house that Ed Kempler would have loved. Oh yes, he would have gone. Google it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I'm sad. And we had Sorry. an RA. His name was Britton, and he walked around in a yellow towel. He was very good looking. Oh, Britton. Anyway, keep talking. I'm going to get my phone. If it's those Wait. people that scammed me, I'm going to scream at them on the air. Sorry. Oh, good. I'm excited for this. Um, so then the second time I lived there, and this is the story that I think I have told, I moved with a friend. The friend left New York pretty quickly after that. And then I lived by myself in the theater that I worked at because it was the only place I could stay. And um, it was awful. And I had no friends. And I think if I had easily made friends or had made the attempt to go out or do anything of that sort, then I p- might have stayed in the city longer. But I did not make friends and was very lonely and ended up moving back to Ohio. Um, Sorry, it was my mom, so I'm texting her. And so like, oh, it's okay. Sorry, I'm recording. That's oh, okay. Um, so I don't know. I had, I had two very different experiences socially there. Because I, you know, I told you earlier, we, I had a fake ID, so we went out to a lot of bars, and we did a lot of fun things, and hung out a lot, and then the second time that I lived there, I stayed at home and watched Friends all the time. And ate pasta. And ate pasta. Which I'm not going to lie, I you have... please. When I was looking at job opportunities in New York, I was actively looking just like a little bit for theater companies that were like, hey, we need an intern that'll live in the building. Um, because that's a, a tiny part of that sounded idyllic being that Harry Potter living in that theater. Yeah. Where you'd save so much money, but no sanity. <laughs> that is very true. Because here's the thing with New York. Like it is so, it is so dense and the buildings are so high and walking around some days, you don't even feel like you're outside, even though you know you're outside. Right. So then when you're secluded and in a building for you know, a few days in a row, it is like absolute torture because you know, you're just like, you're just a tiny thing trapped in a building that is trapped in the shade of other buildings that is in the center of an Island. And it's just, it's, it's a weird place to, I don't know. What streets were you on when you lived in that setup? Um, that was before this, this theater got like a, millions and millions and millions of dollars and relocated this was on the bowery just below houston street so like kind of lower east side ish um right now i mean it's close now to like italian village i mean all of all of manhattan in the in the in 2005 it was like that entire street was kitchen supply warehouses and pure crap now there's a whole foods on the corner there's a giant museum thing there's like it's totally like it's it's it got hit by the 
progression bug and now it is totally different than when yeah. I was there the first time. Well, no, that's what I was going to say is what I felt kind of fortuitous about is I have uh, I called it Italian village five seconds ago under my breath. It's little Italy. I was thinking of Columbus. <laughs> um, is I have two of the friends that I have in, in the city are a couple and they live in Inwood way north of the, in Manhattan. And something they had talked about us when they made the move is they were looking at locations where they wanted to settle and they decided I want to be somewhere with trees, somewhere mm-hmm. with nature. Um, and in looking at the neighborhood that I'm going to be in, in having a park right there, and also the fact that it is mostly residential, as opposed to when I visited, I stayed with my friend who lives in Hell's Kitchen, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, Kyle. Um, okay. I absolutely understand what you're saying, and that was something I was terrified of. Yeah. Is just the buildings being so tall constantly where you're living, that feeling like you are have no connection to earth (laughs) at all or like what it's like to be outside so that's something i'm happy about for this first part that i'm living there i'm living on the north side of the island it's a Mm -hmm. new york's not quiet but it's a quieter part of it it's not really an island it's a peninsula fair um and i think i have a gut feeling that once i get settled i'm gonna want to live in brooklyn you you'll want to live outside manhattan for sure um I mean, uh, so you have friends there that are considered that you would consider close friends. So that's like, yeah. that's that's the in. I think that's the important thing is like those through those friends you will meet new friends. Yeah, and meet new friends. You, you know, you already kind of have a a, a little bit of an anchor, yeah. and that's important. Um, I feel like if you're a single person moving there with no connections, which is pretty rare, everyone has connections now. Pulling the Sally Albright and when Harry met Sally. Where she shows up and they hate each other as soon as they drop off and she's like, well, that's too bad. What's too bad? He was the only person I knew in New York. Yeah. So. And then she goes off and is wildly successful. But anyway, sorry. Uh, It depends on your job too. I mean. And where you. Exactly. That's the thing is I have a sublet until September and I'll find out based on what my job is essentially. Because I. To quote that, that drunk man in A Star is Born. I need a job. So if you're <laughs> if you're listening in New York and you know what my interests are, I'm you actively read, applying. You want to read your resume? Huh? You want to read your resume? I am currently my own self manager at Bob Evans Farms. Um, oh shit! I said where I work. <gasps> oh no! So we need to edit that out too. No, because I'm quitting in two weeks. Okay. They know. I'll make um, a note of it just in case. <clears throat> and if anything, I said. Oh wait, did I tell them about my experience at the? Sausage making? Did we record that? No, but we were, we've already over. Let's let's continue with New York right now. Okay, real quick shout out to the company I worked for. Their their sausage making process is incredibly humane, and I was wildly impressed with the whole process. Anyway, I want um, sausage? Huh? I want sausage. Yeah, girl, I got bacon at home. Um, yeah, I was so okay with it. I left the plant and I got a baconator for lunch. I was so okay with it. Anyway, um, <laughs> everything was fine. Uh-huh. Um, I was the only woman from corporate that's ever made it through the kill floor and didn't pass out. Yay me! Um, they told me that. I know. Anyway. Um, so I think those were my biggest concerns is readily accessible food. Because I live right, I'm, where I'm living is right next to a grocery store. There is so much food. Oh, yeah. All over the place. It's going to be everywhere. All the time, forever. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. It's totally going to be fun. Unless I blow my budget. 
It's going to take a while to adjust the cost of living there. No. Shut up. I'm already Especially prepping when you go myself. Out and you're like, you're used to like union drinks being six to eight dollars. I don't and expect being a to get drink. I don't expect to get union drinks. And then you go else and you world. get one ounce of vodka and it's sixteen dollars and you're like, goop. Here's the thing. Say, say your gulp again harder. Goop. Just no. Say it more like uh, what is it? Jenna Fisher in The Office. There's a great blooper scene where she's sitting outside. Gulp. Oh, Sorry. shit. No, I don't know that. Anyway, um, no, I don't expect to get union drinks anywhere else in the world. Because shout out to Columbus, Ohio. Union is the best place to get hammered. Hammered. On two drinks. Anywhere in the country. I'm actually going to go ahead and say that. Yeah. You can get stupid at union. On one. And I'm going to miss it terribly. Um, what was I going to say to you? So... I feel like I, I, I don't, do you feel like I've disparaged your move? No. Okay, good. I was hoping. Not any more than you should as someone who's just going to miss me. Yes. That's 99.9% of it. <laughs> um, but I will say like, so I had a moment, I apologize if I said this on the podcast before. So, um, when I moved back, I was so disillusioned with, when I moved back the second time, I was so disillusioned with New York. I did not want to go again. And then I went, I did end up going again like two and a half years later, no, three years later, with um, some friends that like, it was fun. We had a good time, but it wasn't like a true, it didn't feel like a true New York experience, really. Just for a visit? or Just for a visit. Yeah. For a weekend. Um, but we had a pretty good time. But um, other that was 2008. So other than that, I hadn't been back until this past summer. That's more than eight years. What was it like going back a year? I'm going to blow my nose. So this was, yeah. I'm gonna, so uh, here, okay. I'll tell you. I was very excited. I was very nervous. I don't know why I was nervous. It's silly. But um, I flew in to JFK. I waited for, or not JFK. I flew into O'Hare, or O'Hare. Oh my God, where am I? LaGuardia, God. No, not I flew into LaGuardia. I got in the cab line. The cabs took forever. Um, finally, I love driving. I, I love driving from the airport into the city from, it, it's just, the route from Queens into the city. You don't feel like you're in the city and then all of a sudden, you're in the city. Oh, I was going to say, and I took LaGuardia, the cab, into Astoria and then took the subway in. Oh, yeah. From Astoria Queen Boulevard. Yeah. So, uh, so I, uh, I drive to the hotel, uh, or my cab driver drives me to the hotel, drops me off, I go in, it's too early to check in, so I check my luggage, and then... Where were you checking in? The hotel. No. Where was Where? the hotel? The hotel was in um, Koreatown, which I had never stayed oh, before. Oh, sure. Which is like, it's near... You're on the south end. No. It's, oh. near, it's near Herald Square. So like 34th. Um, yeah, south end of Manhattan. No. South end is... No. It's 34th. It's close south to of, I'm considering it south of Central Park is the southern end. Oh, you're so silly. Okay. South of, south of Houston Street is the southern part of the island. Thank which you. is also a peninsula. Um, we'll talk about geography. House Kitchen is Midtown? Hell's Kitchen is, uh, yeah, Midtown, yeah. West Side. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 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 uh. so I get there and um, David is coming in on a train, and I realize like, oh my god, I am really close to Grand Central, and it just so happens to be one of my favorite places in the whole city. So I'll leave my luggage here at this hotel, and I'll go walk, and I'll meet him there. And I start walking. 
I think, uh, I don't know if I, I think I was walking up Madison. I don't remember. I start walking and I'm like, I fell into my groove and I got happier than I have been in a very long time. Just walking in New York, literally just with nothing, nothing except for my purse and just walking towards Grand Central. It was like, oh my God, I love this so much. And like, it just felt, I don't know. It was, it was, it was an overwhelming feeling of joy. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had that a few times, like that was, it was a very good visit. It was like three days long and we did all the right things and walked around quite a bit and had a lot of fun. And, um, but the most important thing to me is, is walking and, and noticing where you are. And I could never live there again full time. I don't feel like I, I mean, I was there for a while, but I never actually like lived, lived, lived there. Mm -hmm. But I do want to visit more. And I, uh, there's just something magical about walking. I remember one time my friend, um, Brittany. So we, this was the second time I lived there before this friend lived, moved away. We lived at 96th and Lex. Um, and she worked at Chevy's. Is, that's just the top of top line of Central Park because yeah. 116th is the big yeah. station at Lenox. Okay, and she, and she worked at Chevy's, which was a Mexican restaurant on 42nd Street. Terrible place. I don't know if it's still there. And I worked, as I said before, down on the Bowery below Houston. So I took this. I remember one day going to pick her up from work. I took the subway up to 42nd Street, got off with her. Like, we walked through Times Square. We stopped at every... T I don't know if Tasty Delight still exists, but if it does, it is air-whipped chemical deliciousness. Um, we stopped at every Tasty Delight between 42nd Street and 96th. And we walked all the way home. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like diet ice cream. Oh, I've heard of it. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And uh, I just, like, I, I, that sticks out to me as, like, my favorite thing to do is to walk through Manhattan with someone and talk and just... You can be going somewhere, you cannot be going somewhere, but the idea that you can just see something and stop and have an experience yeah. is very, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> no, I'm very excited. Well, that and even just what you said of having anxiety about going there and then going in the second you're there, you kind of feel at home. Yeah. As I said, I, I've, I've been there exactly one week once. And I had all the anxiety in the world because I went there knowing that I was planning to move there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what if I'm overwhelmed? Whatever. As soon as your feet hit the ground. Yeah. I'm just like, yep. I'm yeah. very happy. Yeah. I am incredibly happy here. And what you were talking about, because I got to walk around with Kyle, is we, one of the days I was there was, because he lives in Hell's Kitchen, and we, of course, went to see multiple shows while I was there. Um, so we just kind of walked around and everything and just the pace of it that I thought I would be overwhelmed by. No, I love it. Mm -hmm. Walking with authority to places and darting through people that I've been training for this shit. It's my favorite. Um, and yeah, there's something I've always kind of longed for and did as a kid is I would even walk around our own neighborhood in, you know, suburban areas of Michigan as much as you can. And I would always want to be distracted and want to see something that yeah. would like, I could stop and, and look at this. And just in New York, you can do that at literally every corner and something interesting can happen. If I can get away, I mean, I would say hopefully before you would move away from the, um, you know, upper, from Har the Harlem area. Yes. Um, my dream was always to walk from like, yeah, like the tip of Central Park all the way down to the bottom of the island. 
Oh, let's do that. I, like, I just want to do that so badly, and it would take an, all day, and your feet would hurt, and I really want to do it. It wouldn't take all day, because this was the first day I got there on the trip, and I landed It wouldn't there. take all day, because it may get Manhattan. If you get distracted. Yeah, if you get distracted. But um, the Kyle lives on 56th Street, and I walked from his place, and my goal was to, the first day I got there, Kyle went to work. I landed. I put on my, like, exercise gear, but, like, cute exercise gear, so it was still an outfit. And I was like, I'm going to jog around Central Park and see what happens. I got distracted. Uh-huh. I get to the bottom of it. I go. I get around. And then I stop and I didn't realize the Met was on Central Park. Mm-hmm. So I went into the Met. And then I went to St. Patrick's Cathedral and did all the shit. So we could, if we went with purpose, we could absolutely go mm-hmm. all the way from the top of Central Park to the bottom of the island. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Hello? She took a phone call. What's going to happen? Hello? I'm scared. Her face is so angry. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop you now. I have told multiple people from your company and your supervisors that I no longer wish to be contacted by your company. My bank has gotten my money back from the previous transaction, and I am done. You need to stop calling me. Nope, there is no but. There is no but. You need to stop calling me. Please put a note down, and I do not want further contact from this company. Thank you. Sorry. Do you know how to add someone to your blocked call, your blocked list? They call from different numbers every time. <gasps> Sketch. Yes. That's real life. You just heard real life happen. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I've been dealing with some shit. It's fine. I got my money back. Anyway. Good. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just, I'm really happy they got to hear me because I promised I was going to yell at them on the phone. No, I was laughing at the fact that we just held our wine glasses the same way. E. Yeah. Like little kick Um. So that's it. So yeah. that's, that's it. <coughs> I'll have more questions Cough. as I get there. Okay. Yeah. Just stay sane. Don't... Don't get um, murdered. Stay don't sexy, don't get stay, murdered. Stay sexy and don't get murdered. Stay sane. Everyone in New York goes insane. It's David Glover. Is that? Yeah. Hey. All right. No. Don't answer the phone. <laughs> don't answer... By the phone on my door. All right. So Elena was giving everyone a wrap up. She's actually going to let David into the house while we close out this episode. So basically, as we said, this is the everything must go clearance month for the Bottle Shop podcast. I can hear you whispering on the podcast, David. Um, I can hear it. This episode is just so loud. No, this episode was incredibly on point. Anyway, uh, this is the Everything Must Go month, so send us your burning questions, anything you need to know, because uh, we're going to get it all out, and we're going to cover some hard-hitting shit this month. No, we're not. This episode was New York. <laughs> Next week, Seattle. This was for Dr. Fraser Crane. Yeah. Baby, I'm, I'm here to blues a right. and and If you need to hear anything from Audrey before she moves, you have to you have to email us or tell us on the Facebook group. So do that. Facebook group. Also rate, re- review, subscribe on iTunes, please. Because you know, not death is only the beginning. <gasps> to quote the mummy. <sighs> oh, I love when you quote the mummy. Thank you. Okay. I know it's my sexiest <gasps> me. Um, okay, thank you. Okay, so yeah, um, send us all that stuff, and this is probably the end. Who knows if it's the end? We don't know. Okay. Life is uncertain.
Three, two, one. David's here. We gotta go. Bye. Bye.